is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. Now, your hosts, Mickey Spagnola, Rob Phillips, Everson Walls, and Bill Jones. And that was more like it on Sunday at AT&T Stadium. And we are back here in the SWBC Mortgage Studios, Super Bowl Bill, along with Mickey Spagnola, Rob Phillips, and Everson Walls after a 44-21 win over the Los Angeles Rams. And now, what a week we have in front of us. But let's talk about Sunday. That's more like it, right, Mickey? Absolutely. It's like, where you been, guys? Can we just, you know, just dive into that and just talk about that, like the whole break, you know, through the break. I mean, this is, this is fun. This is yep. fun. I, I got up this morning. It felt like Christmas morning. <laughs> Feeling good, not depressed. The weather outside cannot depress me today. Not That's today. Right. Not Even today. if it's cold, right? Even if it's freezing, yes. Drizzly, mm-hmm. gray. What Jerry say after the game? Just what the doctor ordered? Yes, absolutely. For him, too, because I think he said – did he, I think on the quote sheet was they outplayed my expectations for this game because wow. you know not that he doesn't have faith in this team but I think the Chicago loss was just a gut punch for everybody. I just don't think we realized and you guys really y'all brought it to my attention last week having that rest. You know that's kind of what we I, I, I was so naive to that. I think you brought it up Rob about the the three games and what was it 12 days? Was it 12? Yeah, and then if you look over the course of the four whole month. Four and 19, and, yeah. actually. And yeah. Then, okay. Yeah. Four and 19. And three on five the, the five of the month. We were talking November. about how unremarkable they looked. The body language wasn't there. And when, as soon as you guys said that, it just kind of clicked in my head. I don't know if that was the reason, but it seems like they just needed a break. You know, I mean, an extended break, not just a week. They needed that 10 days. And what I saw was it wasn't. It wasn't Philly. You know, it wasn't that Philly game when they came out of that first three-game losing streak, but it was a, a, a different team, a more energetic team. And, and they played with excitement. They played with confidence because what we saw uh, before during the three-game stretch was just a lot of guys out there that looked unsure of themselves. This was not that game. This was not that game. Even after the drop by Cooper, uh, which was a big drop to me. That, that could have taken us back down that same road, down that same rabbit hole, and it did not. Mm-hmm. You know, we still came back, and, hey, we talked about it. Offensive line, baby. That O-line took over this team really the way they should, and this is the team that we're accustomed to from last year, even two years ago. You know, nobody would admit it publicly when I asked around about just getting refreshed, like this was a reboot, like you were worn out after that New England thing. And I kind of got the wink, but no one would use it as an excuse. But I think it was real. Now, we'll find out next week. Can you do this now two weeks in a row? Did this break? Well, they might need another 10 days. You're right, yeah. <laughs> Can you get 10? And, 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 or, or maybe just having played indoors and not in BS weather like they did in New England 
uh, and able to come back and just kind of get themselves together, and not just physically probably, but mentally too. I mean, I know they say they don't hear the noise, but they hear the noise, right? right? Your coach is under fire. The offensive coordinator doesn't know what he's doing anymore. Uh, No one can make tackles. You know, you miss 19 tackles. I don't know who comes up with that stat, but that's the one that's thrown around. And then in this game, you're punishing people with tackles. So what's the what happened? How did, how did the switch turn? Right. Well, maybe maybe there was something to that because that's the team we thought we knew coming out of training camp. My college coach was one of the greatest coaches ever, and he got this quote from another great coach: "Fatigue makes cowards of us all." So when you're tired, whether it's mentally or physically, you're going to have problems reacting. You're going to have problems with your confidence. You're going to have to a problem following through with plays. And that's what was going on with the Cowboys. All of a sudden, you got Witten. Well, <laughs> Witten couldn't catch a cold with go. Ice Cube down his pants uh, <laughs> in, in New England. He couldn't reach for anything. All of a sudden, he's snagging like he's uh, Gronkowski or somebody. Or, or Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> yeah, or something. Yeah, OBJ catch. We're showing yeah. the highlight right now if you're watching. And you said it, Everson, during the week. They needed some kind of splash play, something to spark this team. And Witt said that was the first time in 16 years he has spiked a football. And Man, the end it was so awkward. And he, <laughs> <laughs> it was so awkward. Like, whoa, whoa! I thought he was going to hurt himself. But he, you know, he, he. That to me was venting all this team's frustration. And he said it after the game. Mickey, you just said it too. Three games in eleven days, and nothing goes your way. And they just needed something to get him out of it. You're facing third and ten, and here we go again. We're going to have to kick a field goal red in the red zone, zone red with a new zone, kicker. Yeah. We just fired our old kicker. And basically, Witt said, screw this, you know, and made a heck of a play. And mm-hmm. that kind of got things got things going. It really and, did. And Everson, to your point, I just went back quickly and reviewed, you know, because everyone talked about the Cowboys playing on Thanksgiving Day. And the real advantage the Cowboys had back in the day playing on Thanksgiving Day was the game they played after Thanksgiving Day, which they got the long weekend, 10 days until the next game. And from 1968 through 1984, over a 17-year period, the Cowboys were 15-0 and the week wow. after Thanksgiving. They had 15 Thanksgiving Day games from 68 to 84 and were unbeaten during that time. Wow. And they weren't unbeaten on Thanksgiving Day itself. I was there for some of that, yeah. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. yeah. It was, you know what broke the streak? <laughs> What's that? Remember that game at Cincinnati? Oh my goodness! Oh my, nineteen the ten days after Thanksgiving. It, it was, was like it fifty-one was, to something. Remember was, the it, remember it, the big <laughs> the big white fullback. What was his name? Killebrew? Yes. yes <laughs> I was going to say Harmon, but oh that's the God. baseball player, by the way. <laughs> I just remember. Uh, uh, what was uh, it? What's my? It was my fifteen class, to twenty-four. The big offensive lineman, Montoya. That's the name. Yeah. I remember in my face, 20 yards downfield, <laughs> and a little bitty running back your size. Brooks was right behind him. Right. And I, I, that was the worst feeling in the world. I felt like uh, Jalen Smith. Right. That's why I know the feeling. The big lineman in your face, you can't do anything with those guys in your face, man. You know, before the game on the pregame show, they asked me, what, what does it take to get this team some confidence? I said, they got to make a play. you got to make some big plays. 
And Witten's play you guys just talked about, it was third and ten. They're getting ready to kick another field goal, right? Oh, huh. And it was like, oh, oh here huh. they yeah. go again. You had the drop. Now it's going to – you drove with, all the with way a, down. With a field goal kicker, <laughs> kicked the, the opening right. kickoff out of bounds. Yeah, right. That was a great st- – <laughs> Which, by the way – about the start oh of this – By the way – start of this game. <laughs> is there a better example of Murphy's Law – then the first two things that happened in this oh team. Oh my God! <laughs> right, the we coin were just toss. ready. We were ready to sink back down. It man. was like I mean, here <laughs> they go again. They can't even get the coin toss right. Unbelievable. Oh my God! And then he was like, yeah, "We want to kick," and then you kick it out of bounds. Unbelievable. We'll show them. Yeah, yeah. But, but they they made the play, you know, it, and it was somewhat of a spectacular play. Then you got the play from Tavon Austin, mm-hmm. and I, I had looked. Over the first, I think I mentioned it last week, over the first 10 games, they had 47 big pass plays, 20 yards or more. In the last three games, they had 10. Well, in this game total, they had seven big plays of 20 yards or more, runs, pass, whatever. And all of a sudden, it came back. It disappeared from what they were doing, almost five or six a game, and it went down to, you know, Two or three a game, so I don't care if they made plays, and you get yeah. confidence. Yeah, I don't care if you're Pollard or if you're you're uh, Zeke Elliott. You can see sef- second effort in almost every run. You know, instead of going down with the arm tackle, like oh man, I uh, I was almost you know. Now all of a sudden we're like breaking through. You know, every every running play now we're breaking through. We're we're not stumbling now. You know, we're, we're regaining our balance. And we're continuing on. You know, yeah, I guess that's a metaphor for the rest of the season, really, because mm-hmm. that's yeah. the way they played uh, even, yesterday. Even Zeke, when he was getting hit for what looked like a one- or two-yard gain, no. all of a sudden it was five. That's he, right. Not giving he was in. surging nope. forward. That's correct. He ran possessed. And Pollard, you can forget about this, oh, he's not a between-the-tackles <laughs> runner because he broke a bunch of tackles, to your point. Jerry said after the game, one of the questions he was asked, he used the word physical five or six times, and that, that was their identity on Sunday with the run game and then the run defense. Antoine Woods coming back had a huge impact mm. in the middle of the defensive line. Sean and they, Lee, Sean guys. Lee. Oh, my God. He looked like a warrior out there, just bloodied up. That knee mm. was good play. That's a knee. great shot. Yeah. I'd take that shot and I'd sign autographs on that thing forever. <laughs> you know, that, that was typical of how he came back. To me, that was a, a redeeming game for him. You know, he's been a little bit vilified since Thanksgiving. I mean, guys catching tight ends, catching one-handed passes on him. He's back there looking lost. Van Der Esch goes down. He's missing tackles. Uh, uh, Sean Lee's missing tackles. This was the game. This was the game. This was the Sean Lee from – I don't think he played this well. I don't think he's played this well, uh, meaning just like recognition as far as playmaking and uh, uh, impacting the game. It's got to be about three years. I mean, because he's it's always two years well, since, but, since he had an interception. And, yep. and the interception reminded me of him early in his career when he picked off Peyton Manning. Undercutting those, yep. those plays. Recognition, Dropping guys. into yeah. coverage. Route recognition is yes. what we talked about. Yes. You know, sometimes you can't be a dummy. I mean, you know they're setting you up with the short route underneath so you can jump that. They're going to hit it behind. You can't get around that. That's just basic offensive football against the zone. Not only did Sean Lee figure it out, I saw some dude back there with Braves uh, diving for it as well. So you got both of your middle linebackers with are Braves. hungry. So that, that, was, <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't Jeff Heath. That huh? was not Jeff Heath, no. You had two middle linebackers about, what, 15 yards deep 
you know, making plays on the ball, recognizing what's going on. And delivering Gotta some, have a lot of that. Delivering some thumps, too. Both of them. Like, physical, tone-setting type of tackles early. And then a couple behind the line of scrimmage with Woods and Tank Lawrence. And all of a sudden now, that's you got back. You got your identity back. Yeah. Somebody talked about DNA, getting your DNA back. I think Jason mentioned it in the locker room post game, and that's that's one of them for the defense. The physicality, the intensity. It was, it was what you saw against Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And I remember them saying after the game in Philadelphia, we had to out physical them up front, and that's what they did. And that just happened to be the last time. This is the. You know, like complimentary football. That's probably the other game you can really point to that they did that. You know, and remember, Sean Lee didn't practice all week. He, he, he I didn't think he was going to play. And I didn't think was, he was going to play. Actually, period. that was the plan, and I found out late Friday afternoon that that was the plan, and they felt pretty good that he was going to play. Katie, it's not practicing this week either. So maybe. <laughs> well, you know what? Why? Why? You know, exactly. and, and, and it was pointed, I think Ben Bloom pointed out to me that while he didn't practice, he did all the walkthroughs. He said, so if you practice, I don't know, he gave me a number of how many snaps you might get during practice, maybe 40 or so, 50, something like that. He said, but it, he did everything in the walkthrough, which is goes over 100. Mm-hmm. Well, he's, he's going to be the most prepared player on right? the field. Yeah. So you don't and have to most, worry the about most that. So yeah. I'm yeah. thinking, most rested now. <laughs> you know, and, and the good thing was is they got a lead, and he didn't have to play half the fourth quarter. I, I think I looked up, he had 40 um, – 43 snaps. Yeah, they took him and Jalen out so the, in the, the fourth Most quarter. of the guys came out except yeah. for the secondary. So, yeah, just don't. Go sit down. Well, I, I really enjoyed uh, the fact that the roof was closed uh, and the sound, you know. The doors the, were open. Door, <laughs> no, they talk about that like it's a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> now, you're the second person to tell me that. Uh, but uh, <laughs> That's because they blew their doors off. Yeah, is that what it was? Oh! Okay. okay. <laughs> Because you're the second person to tee me up there, so um, I just I just thought that uh, the, the the crowd the crowd themselves the first drive actually surprised me. Did it? I told you what they were going to do, man. They're going to come out. They're going to support. This is different from Texas Stadium. Remember we talked about that. Yeah. This is not that Texas mm-hmm. Stadium crowd. They get the cues when that when that roof is closed. They gave uh, uh, golf pr- plenty of problems on that. This first is more drive. of a blue collar crowd that's than what right. Texas Stadium yeah, had. Right. I just thought help. everybody was fed up, and the first thing that went wrong, they were just going to turn on them. But they started right from right scratch. From the, and, and, right. Golf, yeah. golf, and golf's doing this you know, third first down, drive. and they're yeah. they're making noise. And there weren't a ton of Rams jerseys in the crowd either. I was I was pleasantly surprised that you know they well, it got is Los teams. Angeles. You know, it is Los Angeles. Like cool. They also weather. don't have a ton of time to build a fan base. Yeah. And whatever yeah. fan base they had in St. Louis turned yeah, on. They, so that they, they don't care about it anymore. They're now Cowboys fans in St. Louis. Well, they always They're were Cowboys fans, fans yeah. in St. Louis. So let's be That's right. <laughs> and it was so loud that Walt Anderson couldn't hear Dak Prescott say defer. He finally uh, said defer. Let's get into that and more. And we're going to hear from Jason Garrett in, his, uh, in the post-game locker room when we come back here on Talking Cowboys. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer, where you buy the latest generation of Transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses. You can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor. See more. Do more. Ready? Okay. Give me an S. S. 
if we play like we cheered? Just okay is not okay. Whether it's cheerleaders or your wireless network, AT&T is America's best wireless network. Best network based on GWS1 score September 2019. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping. Do you want the most interesting, up-to-the-minute Dallas Cowboys news straight from the star in Frisco? How about exclusive and on command? That's right. News and nuggets you can't find anywhere else. With our exclusive Cowboys content on Alexa, you can have all the answers, secrets, stories, and more. What's Stephen Jones thinking during a game? What's Joe Looney's favorite pregame meal? We take your questions to Cowboys players and coaches, and you can hear the answers directly back to you. Just say Alexa. Open Dallas. Cowboys. I'm Jay Novacek, former tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Back in the day, I was the guy who always got the tough yards, and that's why I run with John Deere today. In fact, I have a John Deere 3025E tractor that can handle any yard work I need to do, even the tough yards way out back. So if you have one acre or a thousand, John Deere has the equipment that's just right for you. Visit a John Deere dealer today and run with us. We are the official tractor provider of your Dallas Cowboys. Back to Talking Cowboys. The annual Christmas at the Star, presented by Albertsons and Tom Thumb, is back at the Star in Frisco. 20-minute show electrifies the Star with a powerful mix of game day excitement and Christmas cheer every Friday and Saturday at 6 o'clock. Final two Fridays and Saturdays this week. Friday and Saturday, 6 o'clock. Admission and parking free. For more information on the event, visit thestarinfrisco.com. All right, that was fair. The Midland, powerful. That was, fair. Huh? That was better. I was better. I, we wanted punched. Everson, punched. Powerful. Everson gets it tomorrow. <laughs> Let's hear from Jason Garrett after the game in the Cowboys locker room. Hey, hey listen up! Just, just a hell of a job, guys. That's a hell of a job. It started on Monday when you came in. The way we practiced all week long, your mindset, your mentality to come to work, to wake in a one-day season. That's what we did all week long. And then we made it a one-game season. Yeah, we knew what it was going to be all about. You guys got your mind right, your spirit right, and your body right to play the way we play. Okay, we talked about recapturing the DNA of our team, about team. Team was on display today. You guys know where we are, though. You guys know where we are. We're right back at it. We talked about it all week long. This one's done. Now it's tomorrow. Yes, Tomorrow's a one-day season. Yes, it is. It's a big-time job. Guys. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So there you go, a one-game season yesterday, and this Monday, a one-game season as well. What are you going to accomplish, Mickey, in this one-game season today? Uh, make sure that you go over this game real quickly <laughs> and make sure you correct whatever mistakes you might have made. Uh, get the kicker out high, there. Wasn't to that a happy locker room? Yeah. God, the way they captured that. that just... How about how about how Zeke was? So I mean, was that music Zeke was playing prancing in the locker, to the locker room, room, or did they put that as a <laughs> yeah. music bed? Yeah, yeah that was the music bed. <laughs> that wasn't in the locker room. The, that, that I'm sure there was other music the being played in the locker room. Great feeling, man. It still captured the great feeling. But you know what? It, it didn't. I mean, by the time I got in there after Jason Garrett finished, I mean, most of the guys were gone. It wasn't like there was a big celebrate. Did you go in right away? It didn't look like a huge no. celebration going on, or no. What? I mean, even the – but here was the key. 
the offensive linemen were talking. I saw Tyron Smith do an interview. Tyron Smith doesn't do interviews with like 20 people around him, too. Yeah. And he actually spoke like sentences, not just a couple words. (laughs) No grunts. He's very shy. I mean, he just would rather not do it. And he he was into it. So I thought that was a good, good sign. All right. Uh, how, as far as the way this game started, the coin toss. Mm. Somebody break this Defer down to gate. me, guys. Somebody break this down Everson was, at the, was game, at the game, and so you did not hear what was the audio that was played during the first half on the Fox broadcast, which got the attention of the NFL officials back in New York that maybe a mistake had been made here. When I heard it, and the first thing I heard Dak say is uh, he said, yeah, Cowboys win the toss, uh, your choice. And he goes, yeah, we want to kick it that way. And I'm, the hairs went up on the back of my neck. I'm going, no, you don't want to kick it. <laughs> you can't say that. And then he and then he came back, and, 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 and there was a lot of commotion. And mm-hmm. he goes, yeah, 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 defer, and we're going to kick it that way. Defer, play defense. Right. Yeah. And, and for some reason, Wald Anderson didn't he never hear heard defer. defer. Yeah. He heard the first thing, and he, I think he got flustered. And, and, and then it was like, oh, my God. God, Dak D- D- was so funny talking about yeah. it after the game. Well, yeah, it was a great line. <laughs> what did he, say? he said we we thought we'd get the ad- adversity out of the way right away before we got on. He said I, I said a little bit of everything. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I, I, they asked him what you say. I said, well, I said a little bit of everything. And, and then and then afterwards, Demarcus Lawrence confused the whole thing because he goes, "That was on me." He goes, "I was the one in the background going, kick it, kick it." We, we, we want to play, play defense, defense <laughs> right, right? Right. And he was saying so that Dak Jason is hearing wanted, that, and he's repe- right, echoing and he, what because you could just see it on the video. I think yeah, you read yeah. Dak's lips. He said defense, yeah, play yeah. defense, yeah, yeah. play defense. Uh, and and then and then you can see like there was some confusion, and Jason like was talking to one of the officials. I don't think it was Anderson, but it was the other the other guy there, and they were going back and forth. And he called Dak over like, "Hey, what did you say?" <laughs> Right? And and so they're kind of explaining it to him. <laughs> Is that Walt Anderson That's there? Walt That's Anderson Walt. there. That's your boy, Mick? That's yeah. my boy. You like him a lot, don't you? He lives around here, I think. Go ahead, Mick. Go ahead. Yeah. He can, he can hear you now. He's listening up. right now. Tell him what you want to say. Care. What you say in the break. It's not the first time. And so how about this? So this thing is going back and forth on TV now during the game because – uh, Fox came back and they played the audio. And Mike and Pereira, Mike chimed, Pereira in. chimed in and say, "Well, he did say defer. Now, is it what he said first, or how are we going to do this, right?" And then when they came back uh, at halftime, yeah, that, Aaron, that's Aaron, where it got still, Aaron still confusing. Andrews, Aaron Andrews said, "Well, I, I talked to Jason Garrett, and and he <laughs> didn't know we had audio of it." And then when he talked, she talked to uh, Sean McVay. He thought they were getting the ball when they came out of the locker room. He was convinced they were getting the ball. And, and it was important at the end of the first half. You'd like to know who's getting the ball That's to start right. the second That's half exactly because it does right. affect yeah. strategy. And exactly. so it was kind of up in the air until well, they went to the the pool report there with Al Riveron in New York. Thank God for Rule 15 for replay, Section Three, <laughs> Article Nine. <laughs> According to Al Riveron, it says that we can get involved, replay can, as far as game administration issues. 
Now, he also said, if you look at what happened and you see that the Cowboys actually say three different things, <laughs> and then we hear at the end where they say, quote, defer. So we go ahead and look at it, and they pulled up the audio. Uh-huh. Thank goodness for instant replay on coin tosses. Well, and thank, thank God, among the things that Dak said, he did slip in the word defer. Which, that's, that's where common sense comes into play, right? Where you say defer, and that's... That's what they meant. When you talk about kickoff, that's the assumption that you know you you want the ball to start the second half. So when it's all said and the done, ball. they were accurate. Yeah, but they, they just they got, got there it right. in the securitous yeah, way. Yeah, right? went around in yes. circles. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. I guarantee you, <laughs> Dak will not have an issue on the coin toss going <laughs> yeah, forward. First no, of all, we should have our stuff together, right? As we go out. Correct. Right. I mean, well, it right. sounded Defer like they is the magic word. It obviously. sounded like they might have changed their mind, like out there, unbeknownst to Jason. That was D Law. That was yeah. D Law. D Law said, "I defense, did it." So, defense. yeah, <laughs> we're going to play defense. We'll show them. We're going to stop them. Right. <laughs> so, is this like the first time we've ever heard of audio replay? Wow. For me, it is. I mean, that's what it was. Have y'all ever watched a game where you weren't sure who was getting the ball to start the second half? I mean, I haven't watched as much football over the years as you guys have. That was was the first. first. I I missed it, but if I would have been in tune, I'm sure I would have been extremely (laughs) confused about this. Just as you are now. Yeah. (laughs) Still confused. I mean, it it took Fox to – it was close to the end of the first quarter before they came back with the audio replay of what he actually said. And I'm going, oh, this is going to be an Dude, interesting only in decision. Dallas, man. Right? <laughs> With the Cowboys. And it was over, just... only over the course of halftime before it was, it was resolved <laughs> in New York. Yeah. yeah. You know? Because Mike Pereira said this 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 should get fixed, but no one came out and said it's fixed until halftime. And, and by the way, Mike Pereira also said that Walt Anderson did not handle it yeah. the way he should have on the mm-hmm. field. I mean, just ask. So you, you are you deferring? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, let's just start from no, the beginning. No, I don't right. not defer, and right. I want to kick because mm-hmm. I got a that, great defense. If he says that, then <laughs> yeah, you're kicking then off you're twice. Kick. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Just think about what a disaster that would have been. <laughs> I mean, they're up 21-7 at the half, but the Rams get it again. 28. To, was it 28-7 to Remember seven the, at the half? interception the set interception, up? The interception, that's right. Okay, well, regardless. If you, you go down the blame would have gone on. But had, Jason Garrett? It, it would have yeah, gone you're right. squarely on the shoulders of the <laughs> oh, head coach. <sure. laughs> no question about it. He can't, but, even, he can't even get his quarterback out there to say the right call, thing. They would call him the Jameis Winston of coaches. He was just all kind of goofy stuff going on. <laughs> but how about the apparently the Saturday night speech uh, got this mm. team going? The team speech from the head coach. Oh, I, I did, the did not player, know about Players this talked about that some in a of, post-game. Some sort of baseball team analogy where you have to pick each other up. And Complimentary the football. game goes along. Something mm-hmm. local is what Jason said on the fan today. It well, wasn't about the Yankees or the Yeah, they asked Indians. him. Yeah, and he, but he was teams. mentioning it was more high school. That's high school. What, that's what he meant. Yeah. yeah. So was it one of those Joe Biden talks to where, you know, it was, it was, it was, it was, you know, it got you, but it wasn't necessarily accurate. Yeah, he wouldn't say he wasn't going into it. Yeah, they couldn't pull it out of him. Okay. So anyway, so yeah, that's how the game started. Yeah. About that. I am so confused. (laughs) And then the kickoff goes out of bounds. Now see, first of all, let's let's not go there. We have. A freaking kicker. Mm-hmm. All right. I was very impressed with that, that guy. That was cold, yeah. right? I was very impressed with that guy. I, I mean, right down the middle, there was no, you yeah, know, there just was no fade. In, right? or no anything. fade. 
Bam. True. That's right. Every true. time. That's Even right. on the extra points, and that was one of his He uh, missed one problems. at New England yeah. a week or so ago. Yeah, his only game this two. year. We were talking yeah. before the game. He's got to be the most nervous person in the stadium. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you Everybody's eyes are on you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank God there was an extra point. And I don't know. Maybe that's even more pressure these days. Your first kick is an extra point. Would, well, you, have, would you have rather had that, or would you have rather had him having hit to hit the 50-yard yeah. first? Let's get the extra point <laughs> get the and see, those right? are the things. If we don't, if we don't do, the, if we don't do well in the red zone, right? Wouldn't done make the catch. He's kicking. Know. He's kicking. You right? just never know. You just sure. Never know. And do you realize that, that he, he, the two he made from forty-two yards, that was more forty to forty-nine yard field mm-hmm. goals than they had all season. Wow. They only had one. I think Brett was Mar- 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 one for five. five. One and for five. That's why he's not here, honestly, because it's those money kicks. You know, the, he has the, an NFL record and it got cut for yeah, yeah sixty yeah. plus. <laughs> right. You yeah. know what? But but Forbath had hey, that's the first time I think we mentioned his name. Forbath, Kai <laughs> Forbath, the, the kicker, the kicker. <laughs> the kicker. He probably assumes. well, we weren't sure how long he's going to be here. Okay, so. <laughs> you only use their names when they screw up, <laughs> right? right? <laughs> it's like the deep snapper. No one knows who the deep. Oh snapper yeah, we'll is. know in a minute. But, 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 he, but he said that the good thing about this whole deal is is he's been in this situation so many times because when he's been. Signed by other teams, it's always mid-season taking over for somebody that failed. And he goes, so I'm kind of used to coming in here and getting ready. And, and controlled to, environment helps. Yeah. Controlled environment really And helps. he said, and I said, so how did things go? You know, the, the kicker, I mean, the holder, the snapper. He goes, oh, those guys are great. He goes, they, they, they were perfect. He goes, you know, and I just just put it down and lean it this way. And, and that's all I asked. Don't, nothing else. And it was kind of Jason's story at a press conference earlier in the week when they had the tryouts in 93 and they brought in like four kickers. And Jason said the first three guys were like, I got to have the ball this way and kind of cocked to the side and back a little. And he says, and then Eddie Murray stepped up. <laughs> and he said, how do you, Old man Murray. He said, how do you like it? Eddie said, just put it down. Just put it down. Right. I mean, that's what I used to hear about extra points. That's old school. It didn't matter if the ball that is laying flat school. on the ground. i got to make an extra school. point, right? Drew Pearson told me any pass to him is a great pass. <laughs> right. Any pass to him is a great, a great pass. Mentality. Mm-hmm. That's just it. He, and he, any he, pass to Tony Hill is a bad pass. <laughs> Well, anytime you don't pass to Tony Hill, he was open. That's one thing you got to know. He's which, always open. Which you guys will get a kick out of this. So I was interviewing Danny White before the game. We're doing a story on this 40 years since Rogers' last game. And I said, I'd like to talk to which you. Which was about against it. the Rams? Uh, yes. Yeah, the, playoff game. And, the yeah, regular season regular game against the Redskins. The game was against yep. the Redskins, which is going to happen again this year. And so I was saying, I, you know, if I can ask you a couple of questions about that. He goes, well, you're not going to ask me about 30 years since I retired? <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh, thanks a lot. All right, <laughs> I, I said, Danny, I'll get it in there, okay? <laughs> All right, we continue with more Talking Cowboys in just a moment. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Want to show your Texas and team pride, too? You can. By purchasing your own Stetson, you can look just like how the flag guys do on field at every home game. Stetson hats, the official crown of all self-respecting Cowboys and your favorite football team. Get yours today in the Stadium Pro Shop or at Stetson.com. Hey, give me an S. S. Give me an O. O. Give me an S. S. Give me an O. O. 
like we cheer. Just okay is not okay. Whether it's cheerleaders or your wireless network, AT&T is America's best wireless network. Best network based on GWS1 score September 2019. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. When you buy the latest generation of Transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting Essilor USA. Essilor. See more. Do more. So, you're shopping, and that's when you see it. Aisle 23. Dr. Pepper stack from top to bottom as far as the eye can see. The phrase too good to be true comes to mind, yet there it is. A rich, delicious Dr. Pepper paradise. Wait, did, did that can of Dr. Pepper just open itself for you? They all are. As if to say, so nice to treat you. And even though it feels weird to talk to a can, you pick one up and say... It's so nice to be treated. Dr. Pepper, so nice to treat you. Back to Talking Cowboys. Well, if any of you guys are like me and you haven't done all your Christmas shopping, or any of it, starting today, (laughs) you need to go to getjackblack.com because they've got free two-day shipping, meaning if you buy it today in two days, it's going to arrive to whoever you're sending a gift. And Mm. boy, do they have some great product there. So go to getjackblack.com, use the code SHIPPING, and you'll get free two-day shipping in time for Christmas. But do it by the 20th of December. Which is what day? Friday. Friday? That's right. Friday. By Friday. Because the game's on the 22nd. The game is the on the 22nd that we've been... the Philadelphia Eagles. The NFC Eastern Division Championship is on the line. It's a playoff game, as Dak Prescott said last so night. So the Cowboys made the playoffs. for a month. <laughs> <laughs> this whole thing's going to come down to Cowboys-Eagles on December 22nd. And yeah. here we are. We probably said that a few weeks ago, I'm sure. Yes. It always turns out to be that way, doesn't it? That's cool. I mean, we, we put games. ourselves here. It, it never yeah. should have come down to this. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. you're right. And and even with the Eagles, the way they're playing, the Eagles remind me of the Cowboys without Zeke Elliott. That's how much hustle Carson Wentz has to exhibit. Mm. You know, he's back there just grinding away. I got to give him some credit. He's he's back there. He's got a lot of guys missing. Yeah, that's receiver. what I mean. That's why, that's why he's grinding because just no one's there. He's looking downfield. No one's there. Uh, it's, 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 to see his desperation, I, I can appreciate it. I really can't because, you know, Philly could – they could have phoned it in a long time ago, and they refuse to do that. It makes me a little bit nervous. To come from behind victories like they've yeah. had? Yeah, makes me a little bit nervous because their, their uh, toughness right now Pretty much off the charts. That's a great point because because yeah. they've got something in their gut to still be at this point, and a lot of people were questioning that. I mean, a lot of people have questioned the Cowboys. Same with the Eagles, but they, people have talked about their locker room being a problem and all this stuff. Well, probably not if they're still giving themselves a chance at this point. And we were at the game in 2008, I think, when it was a playoff play-in game, and 44 to six. I know it's a completely different teams and all that. But that crowd up there is going to be rocking. Oh, yeah. And it, you're right. It's going to be a tough environment for Dallas. The crowd's going to be rocking. They're going to be rocking because it's the Dallas Cowboys. Yep. 
the Philadelphia Eagles are going to – you're going to have guys making plays they never made in their entire lives because they're going to be so hyped to play against the Cowboys. That's what you have to fight against. So that confidence that you have right now in the locker room as a Dallas Cowboys team, you're going to have to have all of that, that optimism and everything going in there and saying, you know what, I get it. You guys are tough. I know you're desperate. I know you're in a, in a, you're in a, a situation that you didn't want to be in. But that's not our problem. We're going to come in here and take care of business. That's that's got to be their attitude. I mean, he's throwing his leading receiver, some guy named Ward Jr. Greg Ward Jr., former quarterback, University of Houston, and two what years a, ago. What a play it was! Right? What a play it was! A little fade over the top. I mean, over come on! Shoulder. He had to have the time. He was under duress. He's throwing back on one foot. He floats it up there. This guy's five two. You know, he goes up and he's he's this high off. Come the on, ground. he was at least my size. Yeah, well, that's what I meant. <laughs> five four. <laughs> and here he is making making a play that he has to make. No yeah. excuses when they could have made many of them. So that's why that team. They're making me a bit nervous because the hatred that they have for us mm-hmm. that's already there, that can be extremely motivating. And they ran the mm-hmm. ball well. Sanders had 120-some yards rushing. And defensively, they gave him as many chances. They gave Carson Wentz as many chances as he needed. So does anybody want to take a shot at how do you go from giving up 273 yards rushing to <laughs> 22? 251 less than you gave up in the playoff game? Got any logical reason why that happened? Well, a little bit of uh, incompetence from the Rams. That always helps. Uh, It's almost like what happened to the Cowboys. Defensively, they could not stop the Cowboys' offense. So, therefore, Gurley became obsolete. It's what happened to Zeke these last couple games. That's exactly what I mean. Yeah. What did he end up with? He had 11, 11 carries, carries for 20 yards. 20 but yards. at the outset, the Cowboys was seven at the end of the game on the touchdown yeah. run right. at the end. But, but when the game was still in the balance, they weren't getting anything in the run game. He had two, he had two yards at halftime. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, Antoine Woods, man, he stepped up, five tackles, one for loss. And, you know, he had a torn labrum in his shoulder in the playoff game last Early. year. Early, first quarter, played, he told me. Played through it. Clearly wasn't himself, and then they've missed him these last two games. I mean, I think he definitely made an impact for him up front. Hmm. We talk about the uh, problems with the linebackers. I would imagine <laughs> Woods heard us. He understood what was going on. The uh, If you're going to let these offensive linemen come down on our linebackers and burst that bubble and create those gaps, if you're going to allow that, then you should be the one to make the tackle. As an interior defensive lineman, Woods, you're, if you're getting if off, if you're letting right? them get off, then you should be the person that should replace that first level, right. so that the second level won't be a problem. And in he the did. Game. Mm-hmm. And he did. I mean, he had like three tackles in the first series. Just from an interior lineman, right? that's dominating. That's one sap type action there. Yeah. Was, that's it, saying it, a lot. It, it was Donald action. Yeah, it set yeah. the tone. And then, how many? Did y'all see any missed tackles in the game yesterday? I mean, I just somebody said they were keeping track one. on the TV. There was yeah. one. They one. Set up there was numbers. 19 against the Bears, and it was one in this game. Wow. Rest. Rest. Yes. <laughs> Rest. Sean Lee felt better. <laughs> he, he, he made all the moves like he always did. This time he finished the plays. Jason Witten was fresh. Yeah, Jason Witten could reach out and his arms could extend. He, Tony he, felt, he was warm. He was warm. Tony, Tony Pollard Tony didn't been a, fresh all year. Well, he didn't have a sprained God. ankle. Yeah, he didn't Remember, play they the missed Bears. that. They missed that, I think, badly. Mm-hmm. 
So, but but the ability to stop the run and the only kind of logical answer I could get was we learned what we did wrong in the playoff game and we made some schematic changes uh, to what, what they, no one would say what, what it was. Demarcus Lawrence, and I heard this from Rod Marinelli on Friday, and I said something about the run. You know, I thought he was going to bite my head off, but he was really nice. And he goes, it's tempo. He goes, they play at that high tempo, and we got to be in – on the line of scrimmage, hands down, ready to go. We can't be Sense of urgency. waiting, right? Sense of urgency, We've got to yes. be ready to go for them because they might quick snap it or they'll sit there and I mean, mill around and change the play. He goes, but we got to be ready to go. And Demarcus Lawrence pointed it out. He said, high tempo, our tempo had to be as high as theirs. He said that on Friday, too. He said, we know what they're going to try to do, right. and we can't get thrown off balance by that. Yeah, Because they, it's a varied tempo, too. Sometimes it's true hurry-up, sometimes it's kind of a patient tempo, and you just have to be ready for all of it. I started watching and, and seeing how many times they do it and see what was going on after it hit the clock hit 15 seconds. And it was like a lot. They, they changed it a few times, but a few times they, they hung in there and they didn't change the play. So. I, I have to say, I think it's more amazing that we're not even talking about Aaron Donald. Yeah. You know, we're not even talking yeah. about Jalen Ramsey. We're you know what about he had? Any of those guys. You know what he had at halftime? He had two assisted tackles. And then I think he had one more solo tackle uh, by the end of the game. So he ended up with three total tackles, but two were assisted. So those guards in center must have done something. Total right. domination. Right? We had total domination on, on the, the one touchdown. Two 100-yard rushes. Suofilo caved in to the right side and, and made a huge hole for Zeke. If I told you guys before the game <laughs> that the Cowboys' top four wide receivers would have four catches – for 83 yards, would and, you would you tell me that they would have won this game by, what, 23? And score 44 yeah, points. That close. It wasn't that close. It wasn't that close. Yeah. And, and, one I mean, of the, and one of those catches was 59 yards. Right. So, so it's three for, what, 20-something? Yeah. Which, again, from what you saw from the press box, were they doing something to take away downfield? Were they playing more coverage? They started or, off with a lot of – they were doubling – uh, yeah. with the safety over the top because everybody was kind of trying to give uh, the corner uh, Ramsey, Ramsey yeah. credit. And then they showed the replay and they go, oh, yeah, but look at the safety where he's at. He's like five yards behind. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't all him. Uh, and, and then when they showed the other side, remember the deep ball to Gallup, the free safety rotated over and helped like you should have got yes, help in yes. that Arizona game. <laughs> hey, don't bring that up, man. <laughs> It was 1989. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> but but it, it, he filled it in, so you had to drop it in there right over the corner, but before the safety came over and it didn't work. But they were given help on the outside, and that's when Troy said they're going to have to start using the middle of the field. And so they used Witten, and then they started throwing the little – and it wasn't like dump-off passes to Zeke. They were like on-the-run throws to the outside. Right. And, and and that was working. What Zeke had about 150 some total yards, something like that. Three catches for 43. They got him in the screen game. Blake Yak Jarwin, two catches for That's 40 my man, yards. Guys. That's yeah. my guy. That's my guy. I'm sorry. I love me some Witten, but he is just so explosive, and he, he eats up yards. Mm -hmm. He eats up yards when he catches the ball. And we've eaten up time here Already? on Talking Cowboys. Hey, nice. We're nice, going to go. <laughs> we'll be back again tomorrow, and we'll explore further into these Philadelphia Eagles, the biggest week of the season here at the Star. 
This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?